We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Today I want to introduce you to Melissa. Melissa is a friend that I just met here in the Bahamas. We met while snorkeling uh, just off the off the island of Nassau here and uh, she is an awesome human being, has just become a friend and we've been enjoying the day here. Um, and so I'm really excited that she's agreed to sit down with me. She has an adventurous and awesome spirit about her friendliness and just warmth and kindness that I've just gotten to enjoy in the last few hours. So I'm really excited to share a bit about who she is and a little bit more of who she is with you guys. So Melissa, thank you for being here. Thank you so much. So I have a list of questions I work through with all of my guests. They're all designed at getting to know you, your perspective, your view of the world. There are no wrong answers. So answer as you feel comfortable and share what you feel like you'd like to. Okay. So we will dive right in. First one is who do you define yourself as? Who do I define myself as? Um, so I think my favorite quote or a, you know, a snippet of that is probably a good way to define me, which is, do I contradict myself? Very well then, I contain multitudes. And um, yeah, I think I have a hard time pinning down how I would be defined or identified. The first thing that comes to mind is I am a woman. Hmm. Um, I contain lots of different energies, but fundamentally, I am female, um, I'm a mother, I'm a friend, and I am a seeker. Hmm. Like, one of my goals in this life is to um, evolve, to learn from where I've been, and to fundamentally become more loving. That's awesome. That's something I've seen in this time, and I think that's a really cool way to share about who you are and to verbalize uh, how you see yourself. I love that. It's great. Thank, Thank you. you. Next one is a little easier. Uh, what is your favorite food? My favorite food. Okay, this is going to come as a surprise, um, sort of, um, because I'm, we were just talking about earlier, I'm gluten-free <laughs> and like I'm a workout person, but if push comes to shove, my favorite food is french fries. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they are the guilty comfort food pleasure. So yeah. yeah. And my second favorite is salad. Okay. Which is probably much more <laughs> in line with what I eat all the time. It's kind of hard to not like french fries. <laughs> it is. It's cool. Um, I know we've talked a little bit about books today, but are you reading anything right now? I am reading um, like three books right now. <laughs> So I'm reading Untangled, um, which is a book about raising um, teenage girls. I am reading Becoming the One, which is a relationship book that just came out um, by a woman I follow on Instagram who I really like. And I just started reading and cannot put down Where the Crawdads Sing. I think it is the one that's going to be turned into a movie. Mm -hmm. So yeah, those are what I'm reading right now. Cool. You're not the first guest that's told me they read multiple books at a time, and I'm like, that's awesome. But I also am just like, one, and then I try to finish it, and then there we go. But that's really cool. And and everyone, everyone, a few people have mentioned that book as well, so I might have to pull that out and read it, the Crawdads one. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, all right, might have to add that to the list of things. But what would you say is your greatest fear? 
oh, my greatest fear just pops in there <laughs> is that I will, people say, die with my music trapped inside of me. Hmm. I've never heard that before. That I have, um, ooh, I'll get choked up. You're that okay. I have gifts that I really want to write, that I have things that I feel like I legitimately could share that would be helpful to other people, um, that they could relate to. Um, and I am so busy doing um, in my life that I don't take all the time that I need to prioritize that. And I'm afraid that you know time will go by and it won't happen. So that's my greatest fear is that I won't give what I'm intended to give in this world. Hmm. That's a, yeah, that's heavy. It's heavy to carry, but I think it also, yeah, it impacts how you live. I'm sure very much to be aware of that, to, yeah, to want to share that. Hmm. And I'm definitely learning to expand on, um, <laughs> my ability to, to do that. Like basically hmm. to notice what I'm doing and not being and not being letting my creativeness out mm -hmm. that's cool that's a that's a really wise thing to be aware of but that's cool on the other end of that what would you say that you value the most that is also an evolution what i value the most is love mm. um but that has not always been what i value mm. um mm. i i was conditioned and raised to value intellect and logic and mm. I think we live in a world we live in a patriarchy where that is um, the undercurrent of what most of us receive um, you know from our culture uh, and I think stepping back and deciding that love is more important than anything else was a big step for me in the past few years and so now I try to think about and make decisions based on that mm -hmm. to move more toward love hmm. yeah thank you for sharing that appreciate that thank you hmm. when was the last time that you felt joy oh I felt joy today <laughs> <laughs> I felt joy when I could get down underneath the uh, the underwater sculpture face <laughs> um, yeah, I felt joy. Oh, I felt a lot of joy from the hermit crab. I found the shell today. Yes. It's <laughs> a really pretty shell. And it was um, perched atop a piece of coral. I thought, this is odd. And then, sure enough, there was a hermit crab way in there. And so, as I was like coming up out of the water, he popped his little head out. And that was really sweet. He was very adorable. So, yeah. Frequently, creatures bring me joy. So, that was a good one. That's really cool. That's awesome. Yes. Quite a joyful moment. And it was very cute. Yeah. You know shell discovery turned into a little animal discovery yeah. <laughs> great home mm -hmm. when was the last time you were afraid and why i was afraid yesterday mm -hmm. and well actually i was afraid today mm -hmm. <laughs> because we're in the bahamas <laughs> and i have to drive on the opposite side of the road <laughs> which frightens me <laughs> this yeah. is this though however is minor fear mm -hmm. um the kind you can overcome um simply by doing it which is good uh, in terms of a deeper fear, yeah, I mean, I think I, I touch into fear um, more often and more readily than I have in the past because mm -hmm. I, I'm working to become aware of it. Mm -hmm. Because to me, there's pretty much love and fear. Mm -hmm. And everything else sort of fits into one of those two mm -hmm. pots, if you will. And 
Um, and you need them both. Like, I don't think we should be without fear in any way, shape or form. But I, the more I can notice my fear, the more I can hold it and be aware of it mm -hmm. and then move forward anyway. Mm. So I think I touch into fear every day in some way because I choose to. Mm. Um, and then there's, yeah, the driving. <laughs> then there's the practicality of the driving. I, I, I've never really thought about it in that perspective of just like everything fits into fear or love. And that there's, I, f I hear so much truth in that where it's like, yeah, often things that are negative or positive often are a result of fear and negative or positive often are a result of love too. It's, it's a really neat perspective. Yeah, I heard this fantastic quote recently that um, grief is love where no, with nowhere to go, which is so touching because grief is, it feels like the opposite of love. It feels so sad and so heavy, mm -hmm. but it really is. It's so much love. Mm -hmm. You just don't have anywhere to put it. Mm -hmm. See? Mm. Yeah, definitely. Would you say that there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something? I I think there's been many um, over the course of my life. Um, there is one that stands out. Um, I was doing breath work. Um, so for anyone who hasn't done breath work, it can be a really amazing experience. Um, for me, it's more amazing than meditation or plant medicine or any other variety of things. But um, I was doing breath work and it was focused on uh, the mother wound. And both my parents have passed, um, and I was very close with my mom in particular. And so in this breath work, uh, where according to the breath work, you go into a different um, brainwave, basically. And I had this, the only vision I had was basically the color purple, which doesn't have a lot of meaning for me, but it's pretty. But then suddenly my mom came through, um, basically, and said, all that matters is love, mm -hmm. which has shifted me to what I've referenced earlier in trying to live from that perspective and so probably because it was a message that um, came from my mom or my perspective is that's where it came from and because it has changed how I choose to show up in the world that was it it's hmm. a big one thank you for sharing that yeah it's to move on without somebody who's both somebody's who helped us become who we are is it's hard yeah so we've not known each other very long, but what is something you think you and I have in common? So I think we have a few things in common. We're both adventurous, obviously, <laughs> because we're both here, uh, you know, adventuring, mm -hmm. vacationing um, solo, uh, and we're both outgoing because we really, we're willing to connect with each other and <laughs> go out snorkeling. We're both, um, I would say you're both kind of alpha or leaders. Because you were definitely like in the water, like, okay, go this way, do that. And I was like, yeah, I can relate to this woman. <laughs> I definitely feel like I like take on like a, a mother, um, con like approach in the water. Like I feel very responsible for, I'm like, make sure everybody's okay. Like, I'm like, where are you? Where are you going? Where's the current? You totally when are you coming back up? Like, I'm very aware of that. So. You totally do that, but <laughs> it was funny. Awesome. It was like, really I nice. was like, I'm probably driving her nuts, but no. it's just like, I can't turn it off. <laughs> no, and actually, and I, again, I can relate to that. Yeah. Because, mm -hmm. like, when there's a void, yeah. I'm a leader. I will mm -hmm. fill it, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I appreciate uh, other women who do that, yeah. and when I don't have to do it, it's awfully nice. <laughs> there is. It's a balance. I think that's, it's, I like that you use that word, like, a, like, 
yeah people often think of like oh an alpha female like that's a negative and it's like no but that's not an always a need to do it it's when there's a void someone's willing to fill it and when there's not there's like a piece about being like yeah it's great to not have to think about it we don't want yeah. to <laughs> like yeah. nobody wants to be in charge all the time to, that would be exhausting exhausting yeah <laughs> but nobody wants to always be you know led I, well okay mm-hmm. so maybe some people do some, but yeah but but for the most yeah. part many of us do not and so mm-hmm. it's really nice when you can ebb and flow especially mm-hmm. when it's with another woman yeah yeah that's cool hmm. I, I appreciate sharing that with you that's yeah. awesome hmm. what is something you are looking forward to um I'm looking forward to a lot of things. I'm looking forward to seeing my daughter again, who's here in a camp, and I can't wait to see how her time went. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to a snorkeling trip I'm going to take. Um, yeah, I'm basically looking forward to just life in general. Life is good. It's awesome. I love that. <laughs> Um, on the other end of that, what is something you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world today? Oh. Okay, so my daughter's 13, mm-hmm. and I could I could have teenager years be over. Not that I want them to rush <laughs> by, but, you know, they're not easy. Um, uh, I, as a woman, um, as an American woman... I wish we were over a lot of things in our culture, um, politically, things that shouldn't be political. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish there were a lot more freedoms and appreciations for women. Um, and, and I have to say, like, you know, I, I mentioned the patriarchy and um, I think it was hard for me to realize how much I took it on. Mm-hmm. like. And I think women do, and I think then there's shame in that. Like, I work for a very masculine-oriented organization. I lift weights, and like, I I have taken on a lot of, and I was always very logical and efficient, and have taken, nothing's wrong with any of these things Mm -hmm. in balance, but I had taken a lot of those things as values, and Mm -hmm. so I'm so ready to be done with that. Mm -hmm. Ready. That's fair. Yes, you do work in a heavily male-dominated space. (laughs) Uh, What would you say makes you feel known and valued? I think just being seen Mm -hmm. entirely for who I am, Mm -hmm. um, for the good, the bad, the everything. Being seen without expectations, Mm -hmm. that's a big one. And I'm known and valued in that, Mm -hmm. in that there isn't an expectation there isn't a value I have to meet mm-hmm. I don't have to show up in some certain way or perform mm-hmm. um, yeah so when I can be a rock star and a mess and a messy rock star like all together <laughs> and people are still there mm-hmm. seeing me that's that that's it yeah I love that like to be yourself without expectations like that people are willing to see you for who you are and, and that's enough and that's yep. Yeah. So you did mention that you're American, but uh, where do you call home and what makes it home to you? So uh, I grew up in New England um, and New England's a good place to be from, but (laughs) I don't live there now. Um, So I live in California and California's home. It's been there for a while. I don't want to stay there forever. 
Um, so yeah, I guess it's, it's an interesting question. That's where I'm from right now. I've been there, like I said, for almost 30 years, a long time. Um, but what I would call, I don't know, home is an interesting term. Like, I don't think I've found home yet, to be honest. That's fair. Like, I want to live where there's woods and water. Mm. Um, and, yeah, and ease. Mm. And maybe that's not a place. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it exists. <laughs> Hmm. It seems like a it seems a thing worth finding. So definitely hold out. <laughs> what is something you wish you didn't struggle with? Oh, uh, I think naturally we all wish we didn't struggle with everything we struggle with. Because <laughs> struggling sucks. Um, no, I uh, wish I didn't struggle with overthinking, hmm. um, as opposed to being in my body. So I'm way too in my head too often and not in my body enough, but I am aware of that. Mm. And when I'm aware, I'm, I'm good at dropping into my body. Um, so I'm grateful for that. Um, yeah, and then, as I mentioned before, a lot of being, oh, excuse me, a lot of doing and not enough being, which again comes back to head versus body. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate that. What is something you used to struggle with but don't anymore or have grown in? I used to struggle with communicating in relationships, mm. like profoundly struggle. Mm. I didn't speak with men, mm. not really, mm. not vulnerably. Mm. I could sleep with them, <laughs> but I didn't sleep. <laughs> I didn't speak with them. Mm. Um, now it's completely different. Mm. I am completely open, completely vulnerable in my relationships, at least as much as I'm aware, I'm sure there's some unconscious <laughs> thing I'm not being open about, but you know, I am almost excessively open, um, which I absolutely prefer. My God, it feels so much better. Yeah. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. I think it's something that it's not often like a, a, a lifetime or experience thing. Some, some of us just never allow ourselves to do that and so to come to a point where you're like yeah no I want to be able to like own who I am let somebody else know who I am like that relationship actually stands a chance when you're willing to do that so that's awesome I'm sure you know but that's really cool that you're able to see that yeah it's interesting I think sometimes it takes um it takes different things for different people but for me I think it took you know, maturity and decisions. It was a conscious decision, but also um, sometimes you have a loss and you realize that like, mm. whether or not you open yourself to, it, if you choose to be vulnerable, you think you're gonna get hurt. Well, you're gonna get hurt anyway. Mm. It's just a matter of how authentic you are leading up to that hurt. Mm -hmm. And it's so much better when you are authentic mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. than to think, well, you know, I never even quite opened up mm -hmm. and then the loss still feels just as real. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. If we, if we lose something that we never really fought for or never really opened our heart up or gave it a real chance and we never, we never really know if we actually had it to lose. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Hmm. What is something you are confident in helping someone else through or with? It's a really interestingly tough question for me. I'm a yoga teacher and um, I've always felt very confident in teaching yoga and in teaching in general. Um, it just kind of flows through me. I seem to tap into something. Um, 
but I've honestly avoided one-on-one sessions. I've always been more of a group person. And so I think I lack confidence in my ability to help someone else through things. Um, I don't know that I should, but I think that I do. Um, I guess I do feel I can be supportive of people and I can validate what they're going through for sure. And so in that way, I can help people through whatever they need validation on. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. That's cool. It is. It's interesting to say like, all right, if I can do this with a group, what changes when it's reduced down? But it's it's intimate then. It's like, yeah, it's different. It's like when you stand in front of a mass amount of people, it's easy to say like, oh, well, I can't really see one individual when it's just one individual. It's like uh, I see them and they see me and feels more real. And they have expectations that you can't avoid. Mm-hmm. In a group, the expectations are diffuse. Yeah. I may true. miss the mark with a few, but mm-hmm. if I meet most of them, then in my mind, I've met the expectations, mm-hmm. which sadly is a way in which I have valued myself. Mm-hmm. And when you get to one-on-one, it, it's, yeah, it's more intense. Mm-hmm. It is more intimate. And yeah. uh, that there's, you know, you hit or you miss. Yeah, that makes sense. It's... I don't know that I've thought about it fully, but yeah, that ma- that makes a lot of sense. It's yeah. just like, oh, all right. Yeah, the percentage, the gambling odds on a group of making everyone happy is a lot higher. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were to be given $10,000 and you have to spend it down to zero in two weeks, you can't give it away, what are you doing with it? Okay, so I... I want to start, uh, so I mentioned I teach yoga. I specialize in training teachers to teach prenatal yoga. Oh, wow. uh, And um, to be yoga doulas, which is just a form of being a doula, which is a woman who helps another woman through birth. Um, It has been a dream of mine for a little while to take this this training, this course, into specifically um, communities of color, because women of color are disproportionately disadvantaged in birth outcomes. They sadly have um, really uh, disparate birth outcomes from white women. And so I would start that up. I would form the, finalize the curriculum, form a travel plan, and start to bring this into communities, ideally partnering with a woman of color to talk about discrimination, which I can't speak to as I am a white woman. Um, And yeah, and then do it, pay it forward, basically provide the training for free to women who are willing to take it into their communities and teach prenatal yoga and train others to do it and just start this grassroots movement. That's really cool. I wish I had $10,000 to give you. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) She's like, that would have been a nice bonus for the time here. And anyone who's hearing this and wants to help write a grant, yes, if you want to do that and you're tuned in and you know how to do that, it's something you're passionate about, get a hold of me or or Melissa. Yeah. Is there anything you wish you could say to somebody you love, but maybe they're not in a place that they're ready to receive it or hear it for what you intend it? Ooh, that one's heavy. Mm. I mean, first and foremost, I want to tell my daughter Mm. that, and I think she knows this, but (laughs) I want to say it again, that I love her so deeply, Mm. so unconditionally, which doesn't mean that's how I treat her all the time. I do treat her with conditions and expectations, but, you know, deep down inside, there is this just you know, love that surpasses any other kind of love for me with my child. Mm. 
and um, I'd like to tell a few other people um, you know I guess my ex and my brother that I fully see them mm. for who they are and that I have such um, compassion for them and I know that they're doing the best that they can do mm. and yeah I see it mm. it's words of love yeah thank you on the other end of that is there anything that would be hard to hear about yourself from somebody you love of course I am very very lucky to have a group of amazing girlfriends um, some of whom are wonderfully candid with me (laughs) (laughs) so I have definitely been through some some moments of um, hearing things that were hard to hear about myself but were important to hear for my own growth Um, you know I think and I've been called out on this where I'm not being kind Hmm. Uh, that was hard to hear but the person was absolutely right and Mm. it made me pivot and it Mm. was important so I think hearing that I'm being unkind or selfish in in a way that I should be conscious of Mm. not in something that I'm not aware of like Mm. any any unkind behavior that is again it's a conscious action um, would be really hard for me to hear um, but bring it I want to know if I'm doing it because I can only get better if I know mm-hmm. yeah amen to that hmm. would you say that your life feels steady or uncertain right now I wouldn't say that my life feels steady but I think that's just because I like change <laughs> <laughs> I think I make choices that make my life unsteady and I think I must like it that like that Um, makes it feel alive Um, and I think it does feel uncertain Mm. but I welcome that Mm. like I know something big is going to change for me in the next few years Um, and that just has to happen it's good stuff it's going to make me come into a space that I haven't been in before and make me a better person and there could be a whole lot of suck and a whole lot of scary. Um, yeah, I think I need to embrace insecurity more. Hmm. So That's cool. Well, as you are leaning into that, I'm excited to hear what that looks like for you in the next few years. Me too. <laughs> so this one's always interesting, but um, is there anything you wish you could say as a woman to the opposite sex that maybe they wouldn't normally receive coming from you? Or whether it's a compliment, a criticism, a bit of advice. Um, either way. And this is to the general opposite sex? Yeah. Writ large? She's like, is it a specific one? <laughs> <laughs> you can make it specific. Don't give no. me any names. <laughs> nope. nope. No, no, no. <laughs> Keep no, everybody I, no. else happy. I, do, I definitely have one for the general. Yeah. Um, speaking to men, um, I want to say... We need you. We need Mm. you so much. We need you to show up in the best masculine way. If there's a man out there who heard me refer to the patriarchy and took it as him, that's not what it is. Mm. It's not men. It's a culture. It's um, a value system. Um, I love men. God, I love men. Mm. 
might love men too much. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I love the beautiful masculinity, um, the kings, the the ones who make us feel like they have our back, allowing us to be feminine or masculine, however we choose to be. And yeah, they they support us. Mm -hmm. Um, Instead of trying to control they support they support our creativity our lovingness our intuition our communication um so yeah like we need you mm-hmm. more than ever we need you mm. and um yeah amen oh man i love that i'm so grateful that that's what you've shared and and, and that others get to see see you in that see your heart for others in that see your appreciation in that and man do i agree with that so much I think it is it's hard for people it's hard for some men to hear to hear oh there's negative negativity within patriarchy and to not feel it's a personal attack against them but it's so not it's so not we need them no I mean we're grateful please be who you are yeah Yeah. in so many ways they're victimized more by it than we Mm -hmm. are Mm -hmm. and you know obviously we're not going to go down that whole road (laughs) but um but yeah yeah like and 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 I think too like we can heal each other so much men and women like that's what we're here to do mm-hmm. and so if if men can trust in women mm-hmm. and women can trust in men oof yeah so much better unstoppable mm-hmm. almost like we were meant to have each other in our lives yeah <laughs> yeah exactly friends however but yeah there is there is so much so much beauty and so much strength and we embrace differences in life and gender in and so many things so yeah i love your i i, I love it so, i'm so grateful for you bringing that topic here yeah hmm. so i know you said you slightly prefer groups but if you were to be speaking to a large audience or large group of people um and you had a bit of wisdom or a life lesson or advice something you would leave with them what would you share uh, I guess I would share, so I've often joked that if I wrote a book, it would be, by all means, help yourself. I like that. Yeah. And I think that's really it, that we have so much within us. We have wisdom within us. We have, you know, inherited gifts along with inherited trauma, but like we have a lot within us and um, be your own resource. Uh, you know, it's fine to look external and find out what works for you and different things work for different people. But what it comes down to is test it out mm-hmm. and find what works well for you and put yourself first, not mm-hmm. in a selfish way, mm-hmm. but like in a way in which if I do this for myself, I'm going to be able to be better and be more for everyone else. So, yeah, you All do right. you. Go write that book. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> That's awesome. Hmm. So you did mention culture a little earlier, but um, what is something you wish people knew about your culture? About my culture? However you would define that. Mm, Interesting. So I was raised in New England. I mentioned that in sort of this classic waspy, um, stoic, my God, stoicism reaches a pinnacle in Connecticut I swear it does um but yeah uh stoic upbringing um non-communicative uh not non-loving just non-communicative um and very much pull yourself up by your bootstraps Mm. 
and I have stepped out of that mold in so many ways um, to, again, to learn to become vulnerable and communicative and non-stoic and embrace help, um, again, so I can be better, mm. help myself. Um, yeah, so I think it's important to know that that's what I come from, but the culture I live in now is so different, uh, again, from whom I date to my girlfriend group. It's so much more communal. It's mm. so much more connected. I think that's, God, now that I'm saying it, that's what really stands out, mm. is I was raised to sort of be an island, mm. um, emotionally, mm -hmm. uh, resourcefully, mm. um, and now, Again, I want to help myself, but I do it through community and connection mm -hmm. because if I can't realize that I'm connected and we're all having this human experience, then I'm absolutely brutal on myself. Mm -hmm. My expectations are so low and I mm -hmm. can't relate to other people and see my humanity. So yeah, mm -hmm. came from that. I'm here now. Mm -hmm. Who knows where I'll end up? There's like... I just want everyone to like maybe rewind like 10 seconds and listen to all that again it's <laughs> a lot sorry no no I no no don't be sorry no I'm saying I think I want people to really really take in what you're sharing there that like yeah sometimes we grow up in something that it's not unloving but it's just maybe not the best for us or the best way that we become the best version of ourselves. and it's okay to grow it's okay it's okay to 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 grow into something that's a little bit more to, to realize and, and press into that community to say I wasn't meant to be an island I I become the best version of me when I help and receive help from others and there's just so much wisdom that you shared in that that I'm really really grateful for and I do want everyone to hear that so mm. yeah thank you for that it's thank awesome you. Hmm. what is something that you love about your culture um I love the fact that it taught me to be strong, mm. that it taught me to work hard mm. for sure. Like I am intrinsically motivated mm -hmm. and I love that. Mm. I love that, um, you know, I, I have something within me that drives me mm -hmm. to grow. Um, ironically, the, the work ethic and the intrinsic motivation of my initial culture drove me to my like sort of new place where I'm mm -hmm. at. Um, yeah, so that's what mm -hmm. I love about it. That's cool. It is. It's like we don't need to throw everything out because it maybe wasn't the perfect situation. It's like take the good that's in it and appreciate that. Let it become a part of you. Let it stay a part of you. But don't feel that you need to hold on to every single aspect of something. But I love that. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. I mean, it's it's the springboard, it's the stepping yeah. stones, and you need all of those things, but mm -hmm. you may land in a totally different place, and mm -hmm. that's good, too. And Yeah, becoming capable and strong and independent, is those are great qualities to have. Yeah. So, it's cool. Is there anything about your culture that you're not proud of? Um, yeah, well, I'm American. There's <laughs> plenty to not be proud of. Um... And that's true of many cultures. I mean, America's not, mm -hmm. you know, hardly different. Um, most European cultures have issues, but coming down to, um, I think, the ignorance of my culture, the fact that we, um, I don't even know if it would be ignorance, or we, we sort of chose to turn a blind eye to, um, you know, past grievances and, you know, 
horrible things that we did. Um, we couldn't acknowledge the history. And we continue to do that, to not acknowledge history. And, you know, just like I said, the, you know, a way I could help people was to validate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our culture does not validate. And you can't heal without validation. You know, when someone's angry and you tell them not to be angry, they're just going to get more angry. Mm-hmm. And so the worst part, in my opinion, about our culture is, is simply that we fail to validate the marginalized. We fail to vali- validate, um, you know, dark parts of our history and, um, you know, legitimate concerns um, and, you know, entire races and genders too you know and choices choices yeah but yeah it's Mm. it's lack of validation Mm. which doesn't mean you have to like you can validate things without agreeing with them you can Mm -hmm. validate things without endorsing Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. um Mm. but you can still validate they can be valid for someone else and not for you Mm -hmm. you just see it yeah there's this idea that it's like we need to believe something for ourselves to allow ourselves to admit that it's true for somebody or that they've experienced that just because we haven't or we don't understand it but yeah when you say validation it's like how is somebody supposed to move forward or let go of an anger if they just feel like someone's being told they're not allowed to be angry if you tell your kid they're like if your kid's mad at you and you tell them like well you're fine you're like no they're not (laughs) They're, they're gonna dig their heels in harder and and be more irritated so seeing people seeing where they're at what they've experienced and, and validation it's, it's huge so. yeah yeah our, our culture is pretty good at telling people who are not fine that they're fine and also telling people that they're not fine in in really pretty harsh ways hmm. would you say that you know what your purpose is in life i think i have multiple purposes purpi <laughs> um <laughs> i've never heard that one before <laughs> um and again, I, I think they, I think they change. Hmm. Um, my purpose is to be open, to be hmm. vulnerable, whether it's in person or on paper, and in doing so, to let other people feel seen and loved. Hmm. I'm grateful to have you in the world, living that out. It's cool. It's good to be here. <laughs> I don't know if you do, but do you have a favorite tattoo? And if so, why? I don't have any tattoos. <laughs> Easy question. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and and I, I mentioned a quote at the beginning of the interview hmm. about um, containing multitudes, um, and that I've always thought if I got a tattoo, that would be my tattoo. It's hmm. a really cool quote. I do really like that one. What is something you've accomplished that you're really proud of? Being a mom. Hmm. Um, yeah, it was a big journey for me to become a mom not an easy journey um bumps along the way but um I am a mom and that is a journey that is definitely the hardest work I do bar none and to continuously show up and do it um yeah her dad has a had it told me I don't remember if I was pregnant or trying to get pregnant but what it was but he said uh, parenting is like swimming in a pool with no sides and it's so true like you just have to keep swimming mm-hmm. there's no breaks there's no you know even if you get away on vacation you're still a parent you're still parenting in some way shape or form you're still worrying or thinking and yeah so I am most proud mm-hmm. of the fact that every day I 
show up for another human being mm-hmm. who I love more than anything in the world. It's mm-hmm. awesome. She's a lucky. She's a lucky person to have you. Um, I am so lucky to have her. <laughs> I swear, That's she's cool. here to teach me. That's cool. I love that response. Hearing that, that right back to say like, yes, they're teaching me too. Yes, I'm learning from them too. The validation that you give her as her own person in just that response is huge. Yeah, it's really cool. Hmm. When I was trying to get pregnant, um, a friend of mine said to me, "You're waiting for the right soul to incarnate through you." And at the time, I thought that's Huey she's just <laughs> nice I can't get pregnant you know and then uh, I had my daughter and I was like wow mm. wow she was right mm. like this child is here this is my child mm-hmm. like she's not she doesn't belong to me mm. I, I, you know I don't own her she's not mine in that way she is her own person mm-hmm. but she is meant to come through me and I am meant to live you know mm-hmm. in, in a way through her like not not in a parenting like I'm trying to live through her. <laughs> um, no, I know yeah, what you mean. Like, you know, we are deeply, deeply connected and always will be and yeah. here to help each other. Mm. That's really cool. Yeah. I love that. Um, so I appreciate your your openness and just a peek into who you are and the opportunity to share that with others. But is there anything else that you'd like others to know about who you are or what matters to you? I think I spilled it all out. <laughs> um, I so appreciate this. This has been super fun. And um, I guess the last thing to know is that I learn through processes just like this mm. by meeting you mm. and having these questions and these conversations. I mean, things came up that I don't know that I knew before mm. we started this interview. Mm. And um, yeah, and that's it. Thank you for sharing that. It's, I'm really grateful for that. I just. I'm so honored that anyone is ever sitting down with me, <laughs> having these conversations and allowing me to like pry into who they are, but just so openly saying, yeah, here I am. This is how I show up and allowing others to listen in and to learn from, to appreciate, to not appreciate, but to just hear. And I'm just so grateful for that. So thank you. Thank you for snorkeling with me and and just the time I've gotten to spend um but yeah I'm just so excited so just thank you thank you for allowing me to share you with others that are listening in well thank you (laughs) thank you for tuning in to this world my view your reviews are what keep this show going so if you have a moment I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review anything from I really enjoyed this or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.